five, four, three, two, one. Let's talk about it. Do me a favor. I, I, I love the fact that you talked about Ivana Trump and what happened today. And I, I want you to take a minute and do that again for me. Yeah, sad news today for the Trump family. Unfortunately, um, Donald Trump's first wife, Ivana Trump, has passed away. She uh, was 73 years old. They're saying that it was of natural causes. However, they have not released why um, she passed away as of right now. And I'm sure they'll keep that quiet for for a little bit as they kind of try to navigate um navigate this new loss in their family and you know trump style he he got on there and you know talked very graciously about hers as long as as far as the trump family did and um just really sad for them you know 73 years old really isn't that old but it really um, isn't that's a huge huge loss for them yeah it's, it's really a huge loss and um our prayers go out to the trump family and I can, I can, you know, just because I pay attention to these evil leftists, Shannon, I can imagine all of them are probably like, how come it couldn't have been Trump? How much you want to bet? You want to make a bet with me? I don't even care what they think. Yeah, I don't care what they think. But, but my point of bringing that up is because they're absolutely nasty, disgusting people. And this says a lot, and this speaks a lot to President Trump's character. You know, there had to be some kind of disagreement while they weren't together any longer, right? So there had to be something there. And this, again, goes to President well, Trump's he character. On her, so. Well, I mean, but still, <laughs> the, he still had nice things to say about her. He absolutely did. You know, they're and, very respectful right. of each other. And you know what? That's, that's Trump style. Right. And it goes to when I'm talking about his character, just like when he was in the White House and he was trying to work on it makes me think about the infrastructure deal that he was trying to work on you know for the infrastructure of the United States of America and even after Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer was talking real nasty to him real bad about him he still sat down in a meeting with them to try to resolve it yeah but they left out of there just angry because it was like no we this is what we want you're going to give us the the Nancy Pelosi and Chucky Ducky Schumer both saying, nope, you're just going to give us what we want. Yeah. It Being mean and hateful is unproductive. Yeah. I mean, right. But, but the left, the, the left, they are 100% hateful. Right. Well, Ivana Trump, we will remember her, and she was the mother of three great children. She was the mother of Donald Jr., Ivanka Trump, and Eric Trump. Yeah. Um, so sad. I'm so sad for them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's tragedy happens. So. Hey, I want to thank everyone for joining us on this special broadcast on Thursday, July the 14th, 2022. If you want to give us a call and chime in and give us your thoughts about some of the stuff we're discussing today, which is we're talking about the energy crisis. We're talking about what we'll get into. Poll numbers, maybe. We'll get into poll numbers. Border, maybe. We'll get into the border. Inflation, maybe. Inflation. <laughs> Whatever we can get to, there's prices, a lot going on. war, rumors <laughs> of wars, pestilence, famine. Yeah. You know, so we, we can get into all of that. If you want to give us a call, Shannon, what's the number for them to call? And, and hey, everybody, you have to push one because sometimes people call in and they don't get through because you don't push the number one. You have to push one. Yeah, so you call. This is the number you're going to call. It's 516 516- 
516-595-8069. Once again, 516-595-8069. Once you call that number, dial 1 to come on the line and talk to Will. You guys are on the line today with Will Johnson, and I am Will's producer riding shotgun with him today. She says she's riding shotgun, but she's holding the shotgun, making sure I'm staying in order. That's what that's about. <laughs> I mean, what producers do what they got to do. <laughs> <laughs> we have busy days, so sometimes it's like that. You just got to be like, Will, do you this, know, Will, do that. You know, it, it, it makes me think. You know, the left, they're screaming how they want gun control, right? Mm-hmm. They keep screaming how they want gun control. But they don't have any issues with terrorists threatening to come kill President Trump with a gun. And in that case, they're supporting guns. You, you imagine how that works? Just think about that. This is pretty despicable. I mean, the things you think of, Will. <laughs> the th- what, what does that even mean? What does that even mean? But, but I mean, <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying. Understand they don't have any saying, issues yeah. with guns if they're trying to take out President Trump. Maybe like, oh, I mean, be successful, because that's who they are. These well, people... you've also made the point that they 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 don't want you to abort trans babies. Yeah, you know, if it's a trans baby, they're all about keeping it. <laughs> yeah, if they if there if there was actually you make those kind of points. If there was actually DNA info that showed that this person was going to live a homosexual lifestyle, they'd be all about. They would it. be like, nope, you can't abort this one, but this one who's going to be straight and possibly a Christian, do it all day. Yeah, their priorities are definitely mixed up. But hey, listen, let's let's talk about this oil thing going on because today. You know, Biden uh, met with the Israel prime, Mini- uh, prime Minister, and their main goal is to solidify their fight against Iran having nuclear capabilities, right? That's the main purpose and, and, and kind of have a united front. But then guess where Biden is flying from there? He's flying to Saudi Arabia to basically beg for oil. And this is a country that... He called a pariah yeah. that he would never work with. So what does what that, what that, what that, what that word mean, pariah? What, well, that, what does that mean? What does it mean when, he's, when he calls them a pariah, right? He calls that to them. Then he goes to their country, hands and knees, a hat in one hand, saying, please drill, baby, drill. What's the hat? Hat in hand. He's oh, groveling. Oh, 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 like he's... Yeah, he's on hands out. and knees okay, and got you, one you. hand yeah. out. <laughs> and it, yeah, and this is after Saudi Arabia wouldn't even take his phone call, right? right? Like right. he was calling them and asking them for oil, and they wouldn't even take his phone call. Also, oh, let me is, get this straight: they won't take his phone call. He says, "So I'll just fly over there and ask him." <laughs> <laughs> but the sad thing is, Will, is we don't need to depend on them for oil. No, we have oil here. You know, they had video of Biden. When he was over there, what was it last month, or whatever? And and Macron was saying, "Hey, listen, you know, you want this was ask, the G seven you're referring to, yeah, the G seven used to be the G eight until Russia stepped out of it, but now he go over there and he's yeah he's asking Emmanuel Macron for or well, actually Emmanuel Macron was asking Joe Brandon to pump oil to pump oil because they're at capacity as well as Saudi Arabia. Yep is at capacity right and they're saying hey listen we need you to pump right <laughs> but listen you know who at, who else is asking biden said biden i'm not to gonna pump? pump i shut our pump down why but am you i know gonna who pump else is asking biden to pump 
Who? The people here in America are asking. <laughs> <laughs> so today, the, the GOP is having a meeting with the energy representatives here in America. And this is a pretty hot meeting, if you ask me. Because it is. in this meeting, they they have some recordings where they're all saying, hey, listen, we could be pumping. The only reason 100% why we are not pumping and we are not energy efficient is because why, Will? Biden. Biden's policies. Biden. Right? Biden. So like you've said, he shut down the pipeline. So... Okay, you want to play no, this? No, I, I want to play an audio clip of this, this chairwoman literally calling the oil companies here in the United States of America the cartel. Literally calling them the cartel. Now, this is the same oil companies that was working with President Trump that made us energy independent. So how was being an independent nation, having being energy efficient, independent, becomes the cartels. How does that even work? How does that even happen? Listen to this. We cannot afford the status quo in which a global fossil fuel cartel controls prices and jeopardizes national and economic security. You called Americans cartels. When the president of the United States is going over to Saudi Arabia to beg our adversaries to produce more energy, Places that do not do it as cleanly as we do it here in the United States. That's a fact. That's proven. Okay? And he's going over there because of the policies of the left and this administration that have put the American people at a disadvantage. And American families are struggling. People can't afford to get back and forth to work. They're going to have trouble heating their homes. All because we are no longer energy independent. All because we're no longer energy independent. And again, they try to act like this is something that they didn't do. Talking about the left. You remember when when Biden walked through the White House doors, the first thing that he did, one of the first things that he did to destroy this nation was to shut down the XL pipelines. As a result of him shutting down the XL pipeline, along with other pipelines, along with offshore drilling, along with drilling on federal lands, he caused the issue that we're having today. And now he's on his hands and knees groveling to Saudi Arabia asking him for oil. When it should have never been in this position in the first place. We should never we would yep. never been in this predicament. So then he blames Putin. Russia, Russia, Russia. Right? He blames Putin. He blames Russia. He blames them for all of the mishaps that we're having right now. And then when the American people are not buying it, because people say, well, wait a minute, the gas prices were going up. The food was growing up before Putin invaded Ukraine. So why, what are you talking about? So because that didn't work, he moved on to blaming the gas stations, the individual gas stations in the United States of America. And when that didn't work, now he's blaming the GOP. He's blaming the GOP. And the only reason why he, he and the Democrats are blaming the GOP now is because we're in election year. Absolutely. That's the only reason. If it wasn't election year, he would still be blaming Putin. Russia, Russia, Or he Russia. would be blaming the, the local gas station for the gas prices that he caused, not the GOP. But now they're expecting the American people to be dumb. And it's not even just Amer- all of, you know, just the people in America, period. He, they expect everyone to be as stupid and mind-numbing as the left. And, yeah. and for all of us to believe that, oh, 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 now I get it. The reason why the gas prices are high 
is because of the GOP, the same GOP that wanted to make sure we were energy independent. They did this to us. It doesn't even make sense. Not at all. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Not at all. I mean, (laughs) not at all. I, I can't even wrap my mind around how people don't see what is happening in the world. Listen, one of the people at this meeting today, she said, listen, Biden says we have 9,000 leases available to pump, but what he doesn't tell you is they've tied everything up in such horrible bureaucracy that we can't even pump. And not only that, they have completely vilified the oil industry to the point where they can't even get any money, funds, grants in order to do the job that they need to do. And on top of that, it's also made it hard for them to get workers. It's also made them hard to upkeep the equipment. If we were to get back up and running, it's going to actually take some work to get back up and running. It's they not said something it's we take should years. delay on. They said that the destruction that the Biden administration has yeah. done within the past year and a half is going to take three to four years to recover from. Absolutely. It's disgusting. And I think, you know, the fact that it's hitting families so hard here in America even makes me more upset because you have Biden who's burning fuel, flying over to Saudi Arabia when he doesn't even have to. And just like that gentleman said in that hearing, he said, listen, we even burn it cleaner than any other country. So if we're really worried about climate change, if we're really worried about green, you know, you know, carbon gases and stuff going into the ozone later, why are we why are we going to these people who don't pump it as clean as we do? Doesn't even make sense, does it? No, it doesn't make any sense. And the reason why this is happening in America is because the green stinking new deal. Mm. Right? They went to Congress, tried to get that that monstrosity passed, and Congress said no. That's yeah. not. We're not going to do that because it will cripple the uh, economy. It will yeah. cripple America. But guess what? The Democrats don't care about Congress. They said, well, you know what? If the Congress is not going to give it to us, we're still going to do it. We're going to go around them and we'll cause other things to make it happen or yeah. to try to make it happen, to try to force people to get into electric vehicle. With electric vehicles, in, in order to charge electric vehicle, you need fossil fuels. Yeah, and you know what's really disgusting? I found out this week and I was talking to you about it. Well, there was an article in Western Journal which they were talking about what was happening with the electrical grid here in Texas because it's been so awfully hot that it's really been in the news, right? What's going to happen to our grid? Even Beto has been using it as his political, one of his political platforms in the election against Abbott this year. And what I found out is, you know why our electric grid had a hard time during the, when it froze? During the freezing? And and also now this summer? It's uh, because... Let me, we, let, me, let me take one guess here. Huh? Because the hamsters weren't turning fast enough. <laughs> exactly. In, in a sense, that's absolutely true. What happened is, is that we were trying to become more green, right? So we have solar electricity and also we have wind power. Wind power. So when it got really cold, guess what happened? That wind power shut down and froze. It was no longer producing energy and of course it was cloud cover and had been really cold so there wasn't solar energy so it literally shut us down and what is happening right now in this extreme heat is there's no wind so we don't have wind power creating energy what they don't tell you is that some of these green energy programs that they want to that they want to put in place don't work they don't work yeah consistently all the time and when you need them 
There's only one way that is actually consistent and energy and proven to be reliable over time. And what is that, Will? Fossil fuels. Yeah, fossil fuels. And, and you know, and you know what? It's what's really interesting is that now the left are using the idea of climate change because Republicans don't want to go with climate change. They're saying, well, if you don't want to go with climate change, then how can you say you're pro-life? If you don't want to prevent people from being able to buy arms and protect themselves, how can you say you're pro-life? Have you heard them say that? They're constantly saying that, trying to equate the two. It's not the same thing. People, good guys with guns have saved a lot of lives, but they don't want to acknowledge that. They only think that in their mind that if we can disarm the entire population, that will save lives. Well, guess what? These evil leftist criminals are going to still have guns. Mm. They're still going to have them, and they're still going to commit the crimes. And again, it goes right to what you are always constantly saying, how they do they do these things without thinking about the ramifications of it. Absolutely. They constantly do that. All the time. They never take they never take in consideration that if they disarm the population, what would happen? Right. And it's actually very irresponsible. I mean, when we put things in place, you should think of all the ramifications of what you put in place. Right. It's really interesting because we were also talking about, I think it was last week, where there was an article saying that most of the the traffic stops that police do get 80% of illegal guns off of the streets. And because of their defund the police movement, oh my goodness. it has literally crippled the police department, thus putting more illegal guns on the street, which yep. is what they don't want. Who? <laughs> the well, left. No, I think that's what they do want. Well... That's what they want because you know they ne- and when we have these horrific crimes they never talk about the criminal. They only talk about disarming the law-abiding citizen. Every single time without fail, they never they they talk about the person who committed the crime, of course. But they don't talk about how can we stop these criminals from doing it? They only talk about I don't disarming think they're smart enough to, to, to they only out talk that about disarming the law-abiding citizen. They didn't but anyways, know that- that this, was going to be a ramification of their decision. Yeah, unfortunately. Th- yeah, that's probably majority of it. But let's let's talk about a little bit more about this oil issue. Uh-huh. So these the GOP members had a meeting with some of these oil executives. Right. That's correct. Repres- some of the, uh-huh. yeah, from some of these representatives from the oil companies Dif- from different states. From different states, right? That made it energy where, were made it energy independent when President Trump was in office. Right, or have the ability to do or it. Have, and, and even can still do it. Right. right. It's still not too late. We're still nope. still not too late. We nope. can still do it. So let's listen to this first clip here with this, this young lady talking about the, the oil companies and how they can make a difference. Every time someone fills up with gasoline right now, they're being reminded of how those, the cost of living has increased. And the Republicans, we are anxious to unleash American energy. I'm, I'm proud to be here today with leading American energy producers, oil and natural gas. And we are the largest energy producing country in the world. And we need to unleash American energy. It's so important to every part of our lives. It's our, it is our, it's our standard of living. It's our way of life. It's our economic competitiveness. It's uh, important to geopolitical uh, aspect, uh, our, our security and our standing in the world. And so energy and American energy and American leadership is so important. And 
Yes, we have worked on numerous bills, and it's been unfortunate to see the Biden administration and the majority in the House, led by Speaker Pelosi, say no. They are shutting down American energy, American energy producers, and I know we'll hear more about that today. It kind of sounds like treasonous to me. I, I mean, mean it's with so them, they're literally attacking and Americans. They lie, they yeah, lie and they about lie. what's going on. I yep. mean, just the other day, Biden was coming out saying that. It was the GOP who's stopping them from, you know, getting this stuff passed. They have no legislation to get the oil and the energy back up and running here in America. That's absolutely a falsehood. That's not anything about the they're left, right? But yeah. they don't want it up and running. No, they don't. Because again, it goes. But we could is the yeah. fact. But they want. They want. They're, they're still trying to. In, they're, they're trying to enforce. They're green stinking new deal. I mean, they're literally deal. sabotaging our own company, our own, I'm sorry, our own country. country, and they're hurting the American people directly. Their actions are the only thing directly hurting the American people as far as the, the oil prices, food, transportation. Well, let me tell you something. Today, um, well, wholesalers have reported that they've had to increase their prices by 11%. That is wow. a huge price, wow. uh, you know, rise. And, you know and then, of course, that gets passed has it on hit, to the has American it, Has people. it hit the stores yet? No, it hasn't hit the stores yet. It hasn't yet, hit the stores yet. So, so just imagine in the next couple of weeks, what's it going to look like? I don't know. It's going to be what? worse. We were talking to someone else that was talking about how Target is now having to re- think about and i'm sure it's not just them how they are merchandising their store because they used to be able to have like impulse buys and stuff like that but people are not you know and responding to those impulse buys right now people are just trying to buy their basic needs right and so they're not they're 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 holding back on buying a lot of stuff you're going to see these stores have mostly basic needs that people need versus Impulse buys. Yeah, mm-hmm. because people can't afford. No, they they walk into the store and say, "Well, you know, I need I need this, but oh, look at this! This is nice." But then, like, yeah, if I get this, then I can't afford to get the yeah, extra gallon go, of gas gosh, to get the work. That's a great coffee maker. I'd like to have that instead of the one I have. We're not. They're not doing. All right, I like to have this great coffee maker and and, and replace the one I don't have, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't even do that. Yeah, I can't even do that. Imagine what this is doing to families that's wanting to buy a home and purchase a home and raise their family. They can't do it now because well, this is causing the, the inflation. We're going to bring, bring talking to that a little bit more. But I've got one more clip I want to play here and a couple more clips here. Yeah. But this is this is affecting so many people at so many levels. And the, these these global elitists with their liberal world order. This is what they want because they want to separate who can and who can't. They literally do. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. Yep. Let me play this other clip. Listen to this. This is another one that was from the GOP meeting with these energy representatives. What's really sort of shocking to me is that the Democrats want to blame everyone else for the increases. It was, uh, it's been Putin's price hike. It's been the oil and gas companies price gouging. They never want to take responsibility for the actions that they've put forward. And I think that um, the American people know better. They see what's happening uh, at the pump every day and at the grocery store every day. And they're angry and they're frustrated and they should be because states like mine, um, as well as others here at the table, 
have the ability to be to make uh, this country American energy independent once again, but we are being hamstrung um, by the policies of, of Biden and uh, and the administration. Yep, and being hamstrung, meaning that the this administration is tying their hands behind their backs and not allowing them to do the same thing that they did when President Trump was in office. Yep, literally, it's disgusting. I mean, they're literally doing this to us. And, yeah. and there's a great population that thinks, oh, this is because of the Ukraine war. Or this is because of the pandemic. Or this is because of, you know, it. It's there have been, you know, some effects of those things. But by and large, oh, my goodness, what's, what's right happening now, now is, is 100% the Biden yeah. administration. I mean, the federal spending is out of control. We've now given Ukraine almost $56 billion. Yep. It's it's crazy, <laughs> it, out of control, <laughs> right? And and now we have these illegals that are just running across our border. I think they said there's a, a that one of the hugest groups they've ever seen, like thirteen thousand people. Who do you think pays for those? That's federal. Our federal government is paying for these people. Once they get here, we feed them, we clothe them, we house them, we make sure they have, you know, we give uh, them, phones. Yeah, we, we give them we EBT cards. We right. give them. Yes. I mean, this is federal spending, and it takes the food and the supplies and everything. It makes them that much more scarce. You, you put a supply and demand. The more people there are, the the higher the demand. And we don't have it here in America, but yet we are letting these people invade our our southern border. It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, and it makes you wonder how come Abbott here in the state of Texas hasn't declared this an invasion. You do wonder because there were several counties, sheriffs, and other people that, that and yep. representatives, including Chip Roy, yep. that was down at the border and said, "We want you to declare an invasion, which would give them more resources to help stop this invasion." I don't know; it's very frustrating. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I actually I went down to the border. Yeah, I actually went down to the border for that press conference. And Abbott, you know, Abbott has to know about it; he has to be aware of it, right? But for some reason. It's almost like he's ignoring it, and I don't understand why. Because he could fix a lot of it. He could stop a lot of it, just go ahead and declare it an invasion. Well, I have one more that I want to play with for you from this uh, meeting with the GOP and the the energy crisis where he talks about, this is Scalise, talking about Joe Brandon flying overseas, basically going to Saudi Arabia, hands and knees, begging leading with Saudi Arabia. But listen to this. Again, Joe Biden's flying 5,700 miles on Air Force One, which no solar panels on the wings. It's all jet fuel <laughs> to Saudi Arabia. Port Fouchon in my district uh, is where deep water drilling in the Gulf of Mexico emanates from. And they could produce all of the needs for America that are being unmet right there. I know some of my other colleagues from other states that produce energy, whether it's Texas, Oklahoma, New Mexico. We've got the ability to produce our energy. We ought to be doing it here, not going to foreign dictators to get it there. You know what, and the key word, going to foreign dictators. Yep, who do it dirtier than us. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And, and, And at the same point, we're exporting some of our oh yeah our um, reserves yeah, our, to our, China. our federal reserves our federal reserves for the oil mm-hmm. when Biden was saying that he's going to release a bit a million what he said a million barrels a day 
And did we, I can, you know, for some reason, for life of me, I can't ever remember. I think it's like 300 and something. No, it's 19 million. I actually looked it up. Or How many? What? It? No, it's it's quite a few. Billion. We use, we use. 19.78 million barrels a day. That's how much the American people use a day. Yeah, it says petroleum consumption in 2021, the United States consumed an average of about 19.78 million barrels of petroleum per day. Per day. Mm-hmm. And how many? How many, What about the oil? Because see, that's different. You're talking about petroleum. How much we consume, right? Per day. So how much? How much oil is consumed by the United States of America in a day? Because he's releasing oil, not petroleum. There's a difference there. Yeah. There's a difference. So, um, to to get to what you were talking about earlier, um, the, like the inflation. Now inflation is at 9.1%. And when Biden walked through the doors of the White House, inflation, to my understanding, was at 1.4%. Wow. It has increased that much since he's been there. Yeah. And 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 then they look at us talking about there's nothing wrong. This is this is okay. This no, is normal. He said that it's out of control. But it is out of control. The thing is, is he's not taking responsibility for it being out of control. Yeah, he's he blaming. Said it who's he high. blaming for it? Huh? Who's he blaming for the inflation? Russia, Russia, oh, yeah, Russia. it's Putin's fault. And the GOP. And the GOP. I mean, those are the two people. It's everybody but them. Yeah, and it's a hundred percent them and not everybody. <laughs> it's poor decisions by the Biden administration. It is 100%. I it mean, is. It is. So let's give up the number one more time just in case, because I know we started just a couple of minutes here late earlier. Um, yeah. Just give up the number. And you have to remember, you have to push one in order to come on. A lot of people miss that part. You have to push the number one after you dial the number. Yep. The number is 516-595-8069. Once again, 516-595-8069 and push one to come on the line to talk to Mr. Will Johnson. Yep. And so Biden's poll numbers. I want to talk about that. And, you know, it's been in the news for a couple of days now. And the reason why really people are talking about it, because Biden was walking. I'm not sure what the event was, but Biden was walking and the press was asking Biden, what does he think about the two thirds of the Democrats not wanting him to run again in 2024. Mm -hmm. And he comes back and said, that's not true. That's not true. All of you are the same. That's not true. That's not true. He says 92% of the Democrats want me to run. And I'm like, no, I mean, I think the the reporter's right because there's a lot of Democrats that are jumping ship. Just the other week, there was been a report of a million. This is what's been reported. A million registered Democrats have changed their party affiliation to the Republican Party. That's huge. Yeah, and it's growing. And it's growing. Yeah. This was this was like two weeks ago they reported this. And because people are going to the gas pump, even though they said they, re- they decreased the gas pump by 30 cents, well, guess what? When you raise it to $5 and bring it down to 30 cents, and you're talking about 480 wh- I mean, where's the relief in that? Yeah. Four seventy. It's, it's not enough to make a four, big difference. Four four dollars and seventy cents. Where's the relief in that? I mean, that that thirty cents that you supposedly saved, you spent it getting there. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's beyond ridiculous. So let's listen to this clip that many of you have already heard, and I'm gonna get my take on it. Where Joe Brandon was asked about two thirds of the Democrats no longer supporting him. 
Mr. President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? They want me to run. Two thirds say they Read don't. Read the polls. Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again in no, 2024. 92% said if I did, they'd vote for me. I mean, come on. I don't believe it. And you you actually found out the poll that he's referring to. Yeah, there was many questions on this poll. And the one that he's referring to is it said, if today Biden was running against Trump, who would you vote for? And they said 92% said Biden. But the overall poll and the overall feeling was it said, who do you want Biden to run again? And 64% said no. He's ignoring that. That's a huge number. But to be honest, Will, you know, you and I have even know that they had so many people running and none of the candidates looked good. It's like they went eeny, meeny, miny, mo. And we, go with the one, <laughs> we go with Joe. There you go. Because we know. It rhymes, don't you know? Let's go. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Uncle Joe. We'll go with stupid Uncle Joe <laughs> because he's someone we can control. There you go. There you go. I'll let you know. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go to someone else who I consider to be a complete idiot. Shannon, do you ever think of you ever think I could be the press secretary? Yeah. I mean, if I mean, hey, listen, they have a low bar. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. What are you saying? <laughs> The bar is lower than it's ever been before. Oh, my goodness. The bar is so low. But you do have one thing going for you. What's that? You're black. I'm black. So that you have part of the prerequisite. I have part of the prerequisite. You have yeah. to be black. In this case, you have to be black, female, and a, and a sodomite. Right. That's that's the, the, I mean, she covered all the bases there. But she was asked a question about Joe Brandon and the 92% as well. What's just there's that magic number and she comes out and she said 92% of the Democrats want Joe. I don't believe it. I really don't, but Come on, they don't believe it either. What poll at this point in any presidency ever in history has somebody had 92% approval rating? It's absurd to even believe I know. that that's a real poll number. I but know. anyways, listen to this. I would also say from that very same poll, um, there were 92% of... Uh, See, there's that number again, 92%. And, and she's struggling. She's looking at her, her pamphlet there, say 92%. Democrats who uh, support this president as well. Look, you know, not to be, not get into, uh, you know, politics from here or get into a, any political analysis. Whatever. That's her, that's her job. Everything she's saying up there is about politics. Every last bit of it. Um, you know, this is not something, uh, you know, there's going to be many polls. They're going to go up or they're going to go down. Uh, this is not the thing that we are solely focused on. Uh, we are focused on things like today, signing this bipartisan gun reform legislation, which will, again, save lives. Do we have more work to do? Absolutely. Uh, we're going to continue to, I was talking about inflation and how important uh, that is a priority for this president and how we have seen gas prices go down by close to 30 uh, cents a gallon the past 25 plus days. Uh, that is something that the president's going to continue to work on because we still need to give uh, Americans relief. We saw we have seen an economy that has bounced back from when he walked in to this administration over a year ago. 
Yeah, right. The economy has not bounced back. The economy has actually that seems gotten like the worse. only talking point she knows. Because if you ask her about anything else, she doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know if what you're saying is true. Yeah, yeah. Can you respond, please, press secretary, on why we're giving our reserves to China? Oh, I haven't heard that story. Yeah, I haven't heard the story. Let I don't know how. I don't know how true that is. That we're giving them to China. Yeah, China. I don't know how true that is. China. <laughs> She's an idiot. She's a complete but idiot. But they believe the thing that's that's actually not real. Ninety-two percent would vote for Biden. That's abs- it's not real. Yeah, you know, I actually had a conversation with uh, some black people that are pretty close to me, and they're cl- they were actually complaining about the uh, gas prices. And I'm like, really? You're complaining about the gas prices now, are you now? Really? Yeah. And I said, well, um, did you ask uh, Uncle Joe for some gas money? <laughs> And they go, no, I was asking you. And I said, well, maybe you can ask the Democrats for some reparations so you can get some gas money. <laughs> they probably thought that was a good idea. <laughs> but they, you can only ask Democrats because it was the Democrats that were enslaving black people. Well, go to California. California? Yeah, they said they, that's one thing that, what do you call him, Gruesome Newsome? Gruesome Newsome. That's one of the things he was going to work on Gruesome in the campaign Newsom. that he just won. He, the one, the one that they were just give, they just gave to him, because I, I refuse to believe that the people in, I refuse to believe the people in, in California remain that dumb. Not, I mean, because there's really there's people there that don't want gruesome newsome. In my opinion, they just placed him back in that position because Nancy Pelosi, uh, there's there's so many corrupt politicians there. They said, make it happen. We don't care what the people want. I mean, the thing is, is Biden or. Newsom is the next on their list to be president. I'll, I'll be honest. I thought is he the is he the top pick? I think pick? he is. I think he is, is he one the of top, their top pick? picks. I do. We'll see. I don't know, but, but it's he, gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to have some. I have mean, he him. just went to look the, at look at the state of California. Wait but, a minute. Listen. Think about this. I, they, you know what? I'm not saying that they, they don't want him. I'm not saying that at all. The what I, the problem is is that they're not paying attention to the countless number of people leaving the state because of his policies so all of these people that left california went to various states are they going to be voting for him again when they left because of what he's done but then again they might because a lot of people leave california and they move here like to texas and they come with the same stupid mentality yeah i mean listen biden i mean he just ran an ad gruesome newsome down i need to stop calling gruesome newsome and why because florida (laughs) because there's now, you know, the win that DeSantis is running. DeSantis has met with some big GOP donors in Ohio last week. And and he's so there's a huge whirlwind talking about he is running. And Newsom sees him instead of Trump because they've already trashed Trump. So they feel like they've tainted his name enough to where now they have to taint DeSantis's name so he could maybe have a chance in beating him so yeah Newsom they're, they're terrified ran an ad of, in florida talking about california has more freedom and california this and california that is a total joke because DeSantis i mean has a, how, does, how does he have the audacity to sit there and say that there's more freedom in california how do they fix their mouth to even say yeah, that because they shut down during the Oh my, my goodness they still have some stuff and shut their numbers down. were higher than florida who was open yeah yeah Right? Yeah. And there's still parents. Will, there's still schools that are requiring face masks. 
in California. Def- yeah. Parents were complaining about it last week going, listen, we're we're still parts of it. Or was that or was that New York? I, you know, I get the two mixed up at this point. But um, but the sad thing is, is, there, you know, you and I are sitting here thinking that's a thing of the past. Right. But there's still people in these liberal <laughs> areas where that's still reality. Well, we're here in Texas and we go to the store and people still wearing a mask. Well, that's by choice, though. It's we not like we, we go. Yeah. I mean, but it's still stupid people. Oh, yeah, right. We're riding saying. down the street and I'm looking. I'm like, wait a minute. The windows are up <laughs> and they have on the their car. mask. And it, yeah. Or it's one person in the car got their mask on. It's crazy. And I see before. When, you know, everyone was saying, okay, the mask mandate has been lifted. You don't have to wear the mask any longer. And then I go to the store and I go out and I see a lot of black people wearing masks. How, how, how do you say, Will? Huh? What are you saying? I'm saying the black people are ma- manipulated more than <laughs> anybody else. I'm serious. I mean, black people are easily manipulated. They, black, they got black people to believe that the Democrat Party was for them. And it's the same party that enslaved black people. But no, we're here for you, black people. Stick with us. You can't make it up. No. You can't make it up. And now, right now, we, which we haven't talked about, Taco. <laughs> Did you know it was Taco Tuesday when Jill Biden referred to Mexicans as breakfast tacos. Oh, was it? Taco it was Tuesday? actually Taco Tuesday. Wow. I, I'm like, wait a minute. I wonder if it increased their sales. You know what? <laughs> I mean, I kind of want a taco right now. You know, it, it has nothing to do with Mexicans. I like, you know what? Which, you know, what's really interesting. I like tacos, but I like my tacos spicier than some Mex- Mexicans. When I go out and I hang out with some of my Mexican colleagues and I'm talking to them and stuff, and I say, oh, I want it really spicy. Mucho caliente. And they kind of look at me like, dude, you're weird. I mean, how am I weird? See, they know. They know? They know. They know what? It's because you got that hot sauce in your pocket. Instead uh, uh, of in your purse, you got hot sauce in your hot, pocket. My hot sauce in my pocket. <laughs> That's so racist. Maybe it's a black thing <laughs> with your Louisiana hot sauce. Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> No, here I go. Sound like Jill. Let me take that back. They said you should never refer to a race with food. I do it's like insulting. chicken. What are you trying to say? I like chicken. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I like watermelon too. <laughs> well, I like chicken and watermelon There's too. white people like chicken. White people but like watermelon. But you do like it more than me. I don't know if I like it more than you. I mean, I do. I like fish. What is that? What is that? I like I like pasta. Is that is pasta white people food? Okay, so we've determined Will likes food. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to go run around the block a couple of times. Spicy, <laughs> spicy food. I do like it spicy. Well, some so sometimes yeah, spaghetti I, sauce. Will's like, where's the red pepper? Let me add some red yep, pepper to yep, the spaghetti. Yep, I add the red peppers. And what's funny is I when I make a, like an omelet. I, I cut up my uh, serranos, habaneros, I, I put serranos in it, jalapenos, onion. It's ridiculous. Then I use the the, the pepper jack cheese, <laughs> and you know anything that you can think that's really spicy. <laughs> and I've been putting these red habaneros in there. They've been really a good kick. Oh, and are I, they hotter than the? Orange? I think so. I think okay. so. I think it just lasts a little bit longer in the oh. heat. Got my mouth watering thinking about it. You're weird. And I make this omelet, and man, it's so good. And and you know what? It's just so good. Did I say it's good? It's his, just his so good. His nose will be all running and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, 
It's so good. And I'm like, it's it's not even painful. It's just really good. No, so, it looks painful. <laughs> literally, literally, when Will cooks it, you can't even be in the same room because the pepper gets up in the air and you'd be coughing it's and choking. Like, yeah, it's like chemical warfare. Yeah. It really is. It really and is. And I'm like, you're going to eat, eat that. <laughs> I can't <laughs> That's funny. I catch myself, too, so... So we have, you know, a different discussion here. I mean, yeah. so the reason why we're talking about it, because tacos. <laughs> yeah, tacos. I mean, did we, we haven't even talked about the tacos here. So since we're here, let's talk about the taco. Let me go, let me go to my clips here on Taco Tuesday, you know. And where is it? Because, so, you know, I want to play that clip for, for those of you that missed it. And I can't imagine that anybody missed it. But, you know, Taco Tuesday, Jill Biden came out and said that, you know, she referred to Mexicans as tacos. And Shannon, I've talked to some Mexicans and they were completely insulted by the comments. And this this story should not go away. It shouldn't go away because remember, Joe Brandon said, if I have to decide whether to vote for him or Trump, you ain't black. How insulting is that? But you know what? It's interesting. And, and, and you know, when let's let's say the view right because we know how they are the witches of the are, view they are um a thought they are a, an example of how some of these liberal minds work unfortunately mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but when they heard about the the jill biden call, referring to oh, uh, everyone, mexicans as everyone unique makes as a mistake taco, every now and then exactly everybody makes a mistake every now and then i mean they were then. like they were like, oh, you know, maybe they should have a talk with her, her, her speech writers, writers and stuff like know. that. But they kind of just, they made fun of it and just said like, oh, you shouldn't refer to people as food and just kind of moved on and made made very light of it. But if this would have been, let's say, the Trump family, oh my gosh, they would have been like, how insulting and this person needs to be impeached. And da, 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 da. I mean, it would have gone on and on and on. Yeah, they their would standards have. for pe- for their side are is so low. So let, let's let's play let's play the ang- oh, let's play the video from the View where they're talking about it because they actually play the uh, the clip with okay. Jill Biden talking about it. But this first part of this clip, you're going to hear uh, Whippy Snotbird, where she where, uh, I'm she sorry, she likes ticking too like you. Wh- Whippy Whippy uh, Bronze Bird. It's not gold. Nothing's gold about her. Whoopi Bronze Bird, because um, that's not even her real name. Whoopi Goldberg, you know that? That's not yeah. even her real name. So isn't th- it Karen? Yeah, it's something like that. It's like weird so name. listen to Whoopi Bronze. Uh, what's what's worse than bronze? Clay. Clay. <laughs> 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 not that it's worse. I mean, it's just you know, and when you get the medals, there's no clay medal. So Whoopi Clay Bird. <laughs> listen to what she says. Yes. Anywho, First Lady Jill Biden has apologized after making some unfortunate analogies during a speech to Latino Americans in San Antonio, Texas yesterday. I, I can't even tell you what. Here's what she said. You have to just look. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. (laughs) 
is your strength. So tacos is their strength, Shannon. They're as strong as the taco. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what she's saying. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. So let's listen listen to the witches of the view as they come and they 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 get basically kind of like give it a pass. <laughs> these two ladies and the these two Latinas in the front row are just they're her bogodas and they're just they're they're they're, they're just. I mean, yeah, bo- bodega is what she you, meant to so say. So you, you think somebody might have read the speech beforehand and said, maybe you don't want to say it like this. Yeah. But this is, you know, I, I, I won't even say what, I, what it is because, it's you know, we all step in poops from time to time. Mm-hmm. And so this happens. But this was really, you can hear the people going, what does she say? And then that nerd. Yeah. People step in poo from time to time. And it, this make them nothing but hypocrites, a hundred percent hypocrites. Because if this was the other way around, if this had been a Republican, if this had been Melania Trump making that statement, they would have said, "See, look, this is nothing but the racism, the yeah. racist, the racist, the racist, the racist." That's exactly what they've been saying. They give a pass to the left, right? Well, you know why because they get they a pass? They know exactly what it was. They know that it wasn't there wasn't really any mean intent in it. I don't think that Jill Biden made I don't think mean so either. intent by right. it. It may not because but because we're so overly sensitive these days. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I feel like we No, are, that's true. They that you know, they it just it's like you have to walk on water no matter what you say. Walk on eggshells. Or eggshells even yeah. yeah. You have to walk on the eggshells that don't even have a, a single crack in it and you can't crack them. Because if you if you even just get a hairline fracture in it, oh my goodness, they explode. Yeah. But again, that makes them nothing but hypocrites. Had it been a Republican mention anything, it's just it makes me think about the young lady that was on stage with President Trump, and she meant to say right to life. This is right after Roe versus Wade was turned over, and she made a mistake and she said right life because she was like she's probably kind of somewhat nervous up there with President Trump. You know, and she said white life. And they said, see, she's talking about white life. Knowing good and well. That's not what she meant. She was talking about yeah. the right to life. Yeah. They know that. They understand that. But they took what they took her yeah. her her mistake and they ran it. No, this is what she meant. This is what she meant, white life. And which is completely stupid on his face. The reason being is because Whose lives are saved the most as a result of ending abortion? Black lives. Black lives. Mm-hmm. And so now, so I've been asking this question. Can we get 15 percent? I've been asking this question. I went down to the Capitol here in Texas and I had no idea that they were having a pro-abortion event. And I need to find out. I, I wish I could sign up for the thing just so I can show up when they do it. But anyways. They have a pro-abortion event, and th- while we're there, <clears throat> I bring up the fact, I say, so can we get to 15%? And they just kind of look look at me. I said, and the, the population of black people in this country has always been less than 14%. I think the most has gotten to at one point was uh, maybe 13.6, 13.8. But to my understanding, it's always been below 14%. But they don't know that. They don't care. And I said, so can we get the 15%? Yeah. 
They don't I even s- know who's really being aborted. They don't know the yeah, facts they, of Well, yeah, they do the because uh, they do because they know they target black women. They target black women the most you because the white that. liberals know. No, the white liberals know this too. Because the white liberals constantly say these people of color people of color in these in these in these communities they don't have access to the same health care that i do so we need to kill their children because they don't or they, i there's a there's a, a leftist talking about well you know the population of the planet is really high already so why should we try to bring more children into this world to give them a fighting chance. Why do they get to determine what the population should be or shouldn't be? It's demonic. Yeah. It's a hundred percent demonic. Hundred percent. Two hundred percent. Thousand percent. Okay. But those you know sad thing is is those young people that were sitting in there, they're just following up. Not all of them were young though. Yeah, it's one of the one of the ringleaders, she was an older lady walking around and she didn't like me. She she was uh she did not like me because I was outside talking to this other guy and he brought up about gun control talking about the you need to get rid of the AR-15 no one needs a uh, an AR-15 a fully automatic AR-15 and I said well the AR-15 oh no he said a fully fully auto, uh, no one needs a fully automatic assault rifle like the AR-15 and I said well why are you you think the assault rifle what do you think that means and they go, well, assault rifle. It's assault rifle. Uh, AR. What do you think that means? It's assault rifle. No, it's not. It's armor light. That's what it means. It doesn't mean assault rifle. Armor light rifle. Armor light rifle. And they just kind of gloss over. And I said also, a semi-automatic weapon, that's all that it is. It's a semi-automatic weapon. It's not a fully automatic weapon. But you know what? They don't care. All they want to do is disarm. And if Beto gets his way, he's going to disarm everybody on the border, and the cartel will just come in and just reap havoc. Yeah. 100%. So we're here at the end. I want to thank ATP, our sponsor of this broadcast, for allowing us to be here. And also, if you haven't already, please search out ATP, American Truth Project, they are a very valuable organization. ATP, American Truth Project. Thank you, everybody, for being with us. We'll see you on the flip side. God bless. Take care. I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to this broadcast. Thank you so much. Do me a favor. Subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe to it. Share this everywhere you can. We are viewer and listener supported. Anything you can do to help us out is greatly appreciated. Head on over to UniteAmericaFirst.com. Thank you again, and God bless.